Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper. I have not been whispering a lot lately. I have actually been in the shadows. Um, you know, I'm realizing that my voice will not be muted. And there are forces that think that the stories that I have to share about not only my ancestors but of women of color and how we're having to um, how we're under siege and how no one values the you know the, the value of the black woman is is actually value less but the flip side of that the value our value is actually quite high so high that it's you know ride or die <laughs> and we have been under siege um, I've been kind of thinking about a comment that someone made about my podcast and it was interesting cause I don't want to, I'm not going to call a person out, but the comment that was made basically is saying that I'm coming from a weak place of, you know, crying and I can't find any help for myself sort of thing. And it's, it was really interesting because, um, unfortunately, that is the case in, for many households till this day. So I am a voice of change. I'm a voice where I'm going to target the issues that are still continuing that have a direct link from our recent past of slavery, just elbows away from slavery. Many of the practices and laws that we have are, are governed around that. Okay. And so, but one of the things that's, that I'm finding heartbreaking in my own life is that, you know, black women's lives are not valued as high. We, we are seen from images in, in media clips of, um, historical bull, you know what, that we're Jezebels, we're here to, to, to take your man. And so what I have to do, unfortunately, is dig into some uncomfortable topics. Since you wanted to go deep inside my eye sockets, where I have to go reflect back into a crusty past, the past that is still present because it's still causing um, present pain and shame. And I'm going to have to, we're going to have to talk about some things about America's dirty laundry. Okay. When it comes to, um, sex, how about that? What was life like on a plantation? And I want you to freeze frame, pause, and I want you to think about present day stereotypes and present day things that that are occurring in households of of black um, that are pertaining that are pertaining to black girls and women there was a statistic that one in four um black black girls would be sexually abused by the age of 18 which is 10 percent higher than any other race okay why is that 
black girls are trafficked at a 40 percent um 40 percent of the girls that are trafficked are black girls but black girls only make up a smaller percentile in terms of population so that means that there is a whispering and a gouging out of of things a, a, a hole a vaping hole where black little girls are being um, sold. Others are as well. And I am I am not I am not ignoring any of the atrocities of of things that have happened to families around the world from from America to wherever. So I'm not I'm not ignoring that. But what I am addressing in a serious um, ambulatory way, this is something, there is a something serious happening. What was life like on a plantation? It was very hard and very cold and very cruel because you're walking around very vulnerable in a vulnerable situation. You may not have access to food, especially if you're a girl. Your body is not your own. You imagine, you imagine being a little girl, a little four-year-old, and you learned early that your body was not yours. You learned that your body belonged to whoever wanted to, to touch it. And you imagine children were exposed to unspeakable acts, and specifically little black girls. You know, it, it really, let me just tell you how cheap the slave masters wanted to be. So they'd rather, you know, gain more female slaves so that they can, what? They can breed. They can breed so they can have a bunch of children, so many as 15 children. Like some slaves, women or young girls were forced to reproduce big families with, with, I mean, and it wasn't even, it could have been from Massa or you're, you're forced to have to have relations with, with whomever Massa selected for you. So this is where we kind of get into the nitty gritty of breeding. Even when you think about animals that are being bred, is this the reason why some people are, I mean, is this some of the subconscious thoughts that you guys are thinking about me being in the pet industry? Not, I mean, like your part of your brain shuts off, like from the good things that are coming out of this gift that I have but others of you are you still caught in in the in the swatch it of time <laughs> so is that what you're here to do so I'm just saying I'm trying to under make sense of this and it's really uncomfortable I don't really understand it so why is this significant as far as what I'm describing the plight of slave children and particularly black girls because during that time 
black uh first of all i apologize i've been kind of jumping around a little bit but black girls were considered more valuable because they could just simply reproduce you know but yet they were cheaper in purchase but yet they were valuable because of the output so once again this is because of free labor this is the system of free labor what was happening to the little black girl besides the fact if you listen to the other podcast i did called um black milk where black girls were literally raising little children from massa or they were being impregnated as soon as they were able to have their menstrual cycle they developed young uh, oh for them and their bodies was or not their own their bodies were objectified you know used and abused where the legalization of rape was okay these are the dirty laundry secrets of america when you tell me i'm a victim yes i am my ancestors were victimized and till this day there is a not only a disparity but black girls are actually judged more harshly uh they depending on their features they are told they are masculine I remember doing a research assistant many many years ago when Venus and Serena Williams first started playing tennis. Um I was a research assistant um at University of Michigan and um the professor focused on how many times are these black women being uh described as masculine. So what do we do? We broke down a content analysis. You know, I researched tons of um articles from the USA today to everything else that had their information in it and you you count the number of times one is described as strong as aggressive as as like a man you know as like an ape as an animal you know brute force strength you know power powerhouse all of these things to defeminize to defeminize her to dehumanize so when black women and young girls knew going back now I'm going back into time that their bodies did not belong to them that they they were literally at the at the mercy of of living uh, of being punished why am i speaking about this because today see no one wants to look at the big elephant in the room who is the elephant the person in with all the power white man listen <laughs> close not your ears because there is a there is a reckoning you have to reconcile with with your spaces and circles not all of you are bad i'm not saying that but you do you do bend the needle you you influence the needle you blow whispers into the wind okay
So this is why now when your mistress sees you lusting after the slave woman that is working in your house or after the one in the field or just having their way, your your husband says it's okay to go breed. You got to cuz these are just things and animals or they their bodies entice me to do it. I can't get that she devil away from me. I mean, there are many stories of persecution that black women experienced because they were, you know, mistress was very hysteric. She was very angry. You are the you're you're the reason why um that my my tummy just keep can't keep his eyes closed. Always looking at you with that big old nasty rear buttocks of that you have. You you just you just think you're you just think you're something else, don't you, you old nasty gal. You know, and so these these stories literally are very very prevalent till this day till this day in so and a woman um did a research i want to say it was from i can't remember any unfortunately the name of the university but she did a research on how it's it's like it's basically saying it's okay to dehumanize a black woman and because of the way her body is shaped it is nasty but then the same but 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 why are there so many butt implants why why is it okay and normal normalized now for on the for white women to have big butts because this is what they've always wanted all the going all the way back to Sarah Bartman Sarah Bartman was a woman from the continent who during colonialism was um you know cast down because of her, the shape of her body she had a very large behind okay oh big whoopie doo but that was it, it it was it was something to where for some reason the europeans at the time were just so enamored where she became a spectacle in a in a zoo like she was tricked into to being like a show a showcase she signed somebody had her sign some paper and next thing you know she's she's a circus act because of her body did you know that this was one of the things that that kind of gave a um it actually kind of gave a austere approach to how black slave women were treated because of their their posterities you know their their behinds their shape everything about it and then now the cycle of i can mistreat this person this way because they're not an animal I can do have my way with them because not an animal how could I say that because they're an animal that's that's what's going on and so now you have mistress upset and this is causing a big 
hidden um, abuse cycle that black women are experiencing, not only dealing with Massa, but what if she found love? What if I went back into a recent past when black couples, you know, were minding their own business, you know, or taking a walk at night and suddenly they're surrounded by uh, by some city slickers that have no business being in this neighborhood. Okay. But they decided to roll, roll up anyway because they were white. And they had their way with the, with, the, with the black woman. Black women have been subject to not being able to be faithful. To not being able to live out their virtue as a, as a woman. When you are, when your body is not your own, when it's cast down. When it's not valued. When the screams and cries of a black woman just terrify. What is this black girl? What are they they getting upset at? Why are they getting angry? And it's like. That is the abusive cycle. That we still see till this day. And you say. Reparations. You have a question mark around it. Let me explain why reparations will be a difficult discussion. Because you all want to go. Let me just explain Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com and others like it are in many ways extremely limiting. Because if we were to really do a, a real assessment why aren't we doing placing markers on how many of us are related in the United States? Like how many slave, the people walking around today, who are we related to through rape? Hmm. Yeah, there were a few consensual relationships. Okay. I'm just really trying to tell you something. But if we were to really assess these uncomfortable topics and really do a different type of genetics uh, analysis, it may include mapping strategies and things where we're mapping other things from around the world, other populations. But we need to first address that. We need to stop tap dancing around that many white people do not admit that they have black ancestry they don't want they want you want to gloss over that or you may speak about it in secret but you don't really talk about it because you're ashamed of that so if we were to really start to if we were to evaluate Unfortunately, you know, when you have breeding going on, you could be breeding oftentimes if, and here's another thing I want to address. The truth is there are so many hidden secrets that are going on within American households when it, when we're dealing with violence and incest as well as 
uh, yeah, those two main components. Because when I'm looking at how slavery occurred against, you know, these sorts of um, acts that occurred and abuse that, that has occurred and continue in rapes and things that have gone um, gone on where people are getting off like it's nothing. You know, people are feeling like, oh, I can... I can abuse another person because the law supports me. How many not guilty verdicts are there? The reason I'm saying this and sharing this is because if my species, which is black women, are under attack, our girls are under attack, meaning they're being abducted and trafficked, um, black girls are being harshly punished and not valued from from birth. I, I can tell you an account from my own experiences, my own experiences of shame with my body. At the age of nine years old, I'm already developing. You know, feeling out of place in class, feeling like I wanted to actually wanted to commit suicide. You guys didn't know this, neither does a lot of people. But when I had my period at a young age, I wanted to die. Because I felt like I already have other problems. Now I have this. How am I going to deal with something like this? I'm the only one that that has a period nobody else would understand so I had to kind of live in secret and live that part of my life in 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 shame and then knowing that I'm I'm very shapely Sarah Barton you are my sister because I too it's like have a I have a very shapely whatever And because of that, I'm not, you know, I have a lot of curves. And it just makes, you know, even certain people in my family, it was just a big deal. Um, To the point where I was ashamed of my body. So I I lived through feelings of shame. Or trying to, to... trying to be this great person. Um, so I know my through my own experiences, especially growing up in Colorado, it, it, you're always the elephant in the room. And then you have the self-hatred that occurred. And all of this is linked back to slavery. This is why a lot of black people, you don't want to know your past because you are already repeating a lot of the self-hatred. You're you're dooming the doom to repeat it. You're already in the doom. If you you were to freeze frame and go back just go back 200 years, you or go back 100 years, you would see that you're still living in a very similar cycle or a similar situation occurred. But you heard, you don't want to know anything about the past. You only want to focus on what's ahead 
but you're not remembering the dead. You too, my friend, will shed your skin. You won't be here again. Maybe you won't be here in the same image. You may come a different way. But wouldn't you want to be remembered too? Wouldn't you want to help your loved ones not to fall into a pit? America's Dirty Secrets. That's why we have like the Jennies who, or like Rebecca's or like, we can come up with like a ton of names. Some of their names could even be Monique or like Stephanie or like Karen. It just could be like a whole bunch of names. So they, that mentality is look at that Jezebel. Look at that slut. Like black women are always like enticing our men, you know, like Tony could not control himself. I mean, he, he just said like, she put some kind of like voodoo twixt or like betwixt or something on him. And I totally believe that. Like, don't you know about the stories of like how like the slave girls would like sprinkle like a little bit of like slave dust and somehow like, you know, you know, like my ancestor guys would just like totally fall for it. It's not like they really wanted to like have sex with those beasts. Like they're just like, like walking like animals that can like talk back to you. So you have to be really careful with like what you do and say around them. Oh, and like heaven forbid, like, you know, like my great aunts, they always had to put like those girls in check because like even at the age of like nine years old, they're like already, you know, walking the plantation, trying to like entice master, you know, and I'm just like, how are these little black girls already just, you know, all they care about is like showing their bodies. I mean, you know, like they even have like these pictures of just like little black, little black kids. And it's just, I'm like, you know, they're just, they're just nasty. They're just little, little things. So, okay. The reason I, I went into that, you need to understand the mentality and the justification as to why it was okay to inflict sexual abuse and any form of abuse on black children and particularly on black girls. Black boys were at the mercy of being made, in, not just boys, grown men. It didn't matter who you were. You did not have a choice. Okay, if Massa wanted to have his way, if 10 of the plantation owners wanted to do whatever they wanted to do, they they would come, come and do what they wanted to do and have their way. L- leave you leave you broken. Now, I haven't even talked about the medical experimentation that occurred. Okay. And I need to get like, I, I have this information not in front of me, but the fact that in today's guy, the father of gynecology, I'll get his name. They call him the father of gynecology. He was only the father, considered the father of gynecology because he, after, after experimenting on slave women 
with um i want to say when you need to get the pap smear it's that device that is used as specular or whatever it's called he he experimented on black women's bodies slave women's bodies disenfranchised women okay you in order to to finally get get the exper- get the pro- the final product so when i have a discussion and when i'm hearing rebuttals about reparations and why the you won't you won't even budge on it it becomes even more insidious to me when people come from other countries and they don't even know the recent brutality that we are facing and the muting out of our thighs and hips and buttocks and how that those those attributes that came from black women are being celebrated by women who are not black but then we we were cast down because of our shapes but now that it's it's now that we're all mixed up more now that we're we've got food and all this other crap going on people have more hips and butts great but why is it that it you the media and and every everyone else glorifies that glorifies um women who are not shapely basically if you aren't shapely if you are more built like athletically built there's nothing wrong with that i'm not putting you down at all i'm just saying if you don't necessarily have hips or butt and many of you do would like to have those features but if you don't have those features you're more adorned when it comes to modeling opportunities when it comes to certain modeling opportunities i would say depending on your audience it's just it's just how it is so if you are considered uh plus size it's like oh my god you're you're plus size but yet most women are plus size they're not built like little boys so if you look think about black women and how we are shaped we're again we're all, we're already cast down okay so there are things we have to do to to take care of ourselves and many black women actually do take care of themselves they work out and they eat right they don't even eat meat okay um many nutritionists you know so don't ever don't go there with us there is a healthcare disparity when it comes to black women wanting to to be examined um by certain individuals in the medical because you don't really know what where they're coming from um i've had my own experiences where someone like this gynecologist i couldn't believe what she said to me about me about myself And I I don't even want to repeat it but it's like you should have lost your license for ever uttering a statement like that and you know you who are you like you, what is your name <laughs> So I guess she was to me she reminded me of like some sort of lesbian sort of doctor who was very angry with life you know and didn't like your job it's like well you're dealing with women's bodies i mean don't you aren't you used to that why are you inflicting your anger on me 
So that situation, um, I've had other, um, you know, doctors or a nurse that just didn't act like they didn't want to do anything, give me extra help or anything. And so my story is falling on deaf ears because again, I'm not about America doesn't value me. But the truth of the matter is when you, when you think about the value that my ancestors had to output, meaning having children upon children, having children even sold away, you know, um, people being forced to sleep with one another, family members being forced to sleep with one another. There are some depictions where you, there are real photos where you clearly see there is a genetic something wrong with certain, you know, images of my ancestors. I'm talking about slaves. You can see, okay, there might've been some incest that happened and then there, or it could have been, um, all of the above, not eating properly. How do you, how do you, how do you treat humans this way? And to the point where just like a, those, I'm not a, I'm not on a farm, but just like those little hog dishes that all the pigs eat out of, well, that's what, um, slaves, children ate out of something similar. They, they ate a lot of stews, you know, their, their mamas and other surrogate family members may try to make do with some kind of food. And and this is even after slavery, you know, and the kids ran over and ate, like just stuffed their little faces with it. And there wasn't even a whole lot of it left. That's why you see many of them were skinny. The other thing I want to talk about too, is the mortality rate of slaves of slaves and what that looked like. Okay. So stay tuned for, for part two and a pet whisperer near you.